Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Welcome back to Don V Fridays. It's been a it's been a wild week out here in these streets, man. It's been a it's been an action packed week. You got Jimmy Butler out here <laughs> punking the Timberwolves. Man, you got Zelia Banks and Lana Del Rey beef. And uh, I mean, I don't really care for Azalea Banks because she's a toxic person. So if anybody wants to fuck her up, like I'm all good with it. Uh, I'm Lana Del Rey is one of those people where I was aware of the name, not the uh, not what she is or what she do. I, but I've heard that name before. But uh, I don't know what the hell she does. But uh, Lana Del Rey, if you gotta fuck Azalea Banks up, look, I'm all here for it. Do what you gotta do. Uh, you got Offset running up on Joe Budden. All types of wild shit going on, but um, if you came here for a Notre Dame recap, I'm not doing it, so quit asking in my Nick Saban voice. No, nah, uh, listen to the Too Deep podcast. I, we did a, a Notre Dame preview. No, we did a Notre Dame review and a North Carolina preview. Well, I'm also got off jokes, but they did a real one. Um. So listen to it over at, at the Too Deep Podcast, one of the best Virginia Tech, I ain't going to shade them, the, the best uh, Virginia Tech Athletics Podcast we got. I mean, that and between that and the This Is Home Podcast with Brendan Hill and all them, they they the goats of this shit, man. I'm just out here. I'm just trying to be part of the culture, I guess. But uh, listen, to the, uh, listen to the Notre Dame Review and the UNC preview over at the Two Deep podcast. I was up there this week. God bless them boys, man. They had me up there. We was up there cracking jokes and shit, getting these jokes off. You got to get jokes off after a loss, like last week. So I'm gonna try to post a link to the actual episode. Or I'm gonna try to post something to the episode because I'm not about to talk about that Notre Dame game again. Point blank. Period. Uh. But I'm gonna get into a recap of the games that I did pick last week. I had Oklahoma beating Texas. Didn't happen. <laughs> Did not happen. Uh I said Kyler Murray would vault himself into the Hasman. He would vault himself and make himself the Hasman favorite. I don't think, even though they lost the game, I don't think he lost any ground. He just stayed the same. Because you, in my opinion, you can lose a game and still be in a Hasman mix. Anybody think, well, you lost the game, it's over. It's context. I mean, did he get his ass whooped? Did he play like shit? I mean, Kyler Murray still balled out. So, like I said, I mean, Oklahoma, Oklahoma did lose. But Kyler Murray didn't lose no Hasman clout, I guess. Miami did beat Florida State. I did pick that one correct. Florida State's in shambles. They in full-blown shambles. They blew like a 21-point lead or some shit. Shambles. I had Florida beating LSU. I said it was the upset of the, upset of the season. Um, I got that one right. I don't know what it was. I don't know. I just had a feeling. And, of course, I picked Virginia Tech to beat Notre Dame. That shit, that shit damn sure didn't happen. Let's get into this week. I'm going to get into some games this week. 
Um, Virginia Tech plays North Carolina. Like I said, that shit down in Chapel Hill, it's a shit show. Virginia Tech should win that. Uh, Fuente probably going to be looking to put 60 on their head. Georgia plays LSU. Uh, that's a tough game to call because LSU absolutely needs to win. Uh, their playoff life is hangs in the balance. But I'm going to pick Georgia in this one. I'm going to pick Georgia to win this game. Uh, it's not going to be easy. It's going to probably be ugly. And it's going to come down to the fourth quarter. And it's going to be some... It's gonna it's gonna it's gonna come down to probably even the final draft for Georgia or a final stop for Georgia. Uh Washington plays Oregon uh in a rivalry game and it's hard always hard to call rivalry games, but uh I got Washington winning that game. Wisconsin plays at Michigan, and I got Michigan winning that game, but if Michigan loses, boy, Jim Harbaugh's seat gonna it's gonna start to it ain't hot. It ain't hot. It, it, it's gonna start to feel a little toasty. It's gonna feel a little toasty if uh Jim Harbaugh's boys can't can't beat Wisconsin. And finally, the game uh I'm gonna have my eye on. Maybe everybody won't be watching it, but I'll be watching it. Miami plays at UVA, and coming off that win, coming off the win against Florida State, where like I just said, Miami had to come back from twenty point deficit. Um. It was an emotional win. It was a hard-fought win. I think they only favored by like six and a half. They only, Vegas only giving Miami a touchdown uh, at on the road at UVA, who's been who like I say is good for UVA. They're not a good team. They're a good UVA team. I mean, what, what does that say? I don't know. And UVA tends to play Miami pretty tough, so I think it's a game Miami will win. Uh, I guess the question is how good or how bad will they look? Because as of right now, they're the uh, the class of the ACC Coastal. Uh, you know, I guess you know that's like I'm saying they're the class of the ACC Coastal, and they now in a position where they need to start looking good if they want to have a chance at a, at the college football playoff. Now, of course, eventually they're going to have to play Clemson or somebody. They're going to run into Clemson. And they do get Virginia Tech late, even though I think Miami is the best team in the Coastal. You can get caught slipping in Blacksburg and lose, you know. So, But a game on the road at UVA, it's time for them to start putting a resume together because they haven't really beaten anybody yet. Their biggest game was LSU. They got beat. And then they played Savannah State and whoever the fuck else, Tulsa. I mean, Toledo. Uh, Florida State has proven to be no good. And um, I won't I won't get on Miami for struggling against Florida State because it's a rivalry game. But, uh, you know, it's time to start, I guess, putting together a, a playoff resume if they're a playoff team. And uh, that's pretty much the... Uh, the picks I have for this week, the games I'll be watching, the games I'm, that have my interest. Uh, I want to talk about Khabib versus Conor because I did watch that fight last week. I'm not the biggest MMA fan. Uh, I'm a, I wouldn't even call myself a casual MMA fan. I, because a casual fan at least watches the pay per views. I guess I watch every now and then. Uh, I'm, I just observe MMA. I don't watch it as much as I watch boxing. I'm more of a boxing fan. But uh, 
Khabib, uh, or Habib. I mean, let me tell you something, uh, Mr. Khabib. You in America, Jack. We pronounce our K's, unless we say a knife. Uh, we pronounce our K's, my boy. We don't really do the silent K's unless we talking about a knife. So uh, you, you got to be Khabib on this podcast. I've been hearing a lot of people say Habib. Whatever, man. Whatever. I see a K. I, 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 see, I saw a K on, when he was pr promoting this fight. Uh, he fought Conor McGregor. We all know about Conor McGregor. He's the Irishman. He's uh, he always the one talking shit. He's the, always the one talking shit before the fight. He's doing all the antics, this and that. But uh, this is the dude that they said could beat Floyd Mayweather in a boxing match. It was the stupidest shit I ever heard in my life. Uh, but he's the UFC cash cow. Uh, he whether you love him or hate him, he gon' he he bring that shit. He got me to watch. And like I said, I'm not even a casual MMA fan, but uh, he's enough of an attraction to get non MMA fans to watch. So, what it came down to is before this fight, Conor McGregor got the talking shit, uh, calling people terrorists. Cause, cause Mr. Khabib is a, a a Russian Muslim. Didn't know they had him. Did not know. I'm ignorant. I'm an ignorant American, man. I don't know much about culture outside of America. Uh, but he's a Muslim, a Muslim brother. And uh, Connor was disrespecting this man. Uh, offered that man alcohol. And if anybody know anything about the Muslim brothers, they don't do no drinking, smoking, all that other. If you meet a Muslim that's out here drinking, smoking, report him to the proper authorities. Cause uh, he ain't living right. But offered the man alcohol, uh, talked about his pops, uh, apparently ran up on him at a UFC event back in April or March where uh, he was the one on the bus that he wanted to whoop uh, or fake whoop. They made this big ass scene and some people got hurt. He threw a dolly or some shit at a window, broke the window. Some people got cut, something like that. I mean, doing the absolute most. Let me tell you something. You can do the antics, you can do all that, but once you get into that ring or that cage, can't nobody save you. It's just you and that man and a referee. And um, what it came down to was Mr. Khabib Nurmagomedov. Sorry, I don't, that's just, that's a crazy last name. Nurmagomedov or Nurmagomedov. Nurmagomedov. Whatever, I ain't been practicing saying this shit. He whooped Connor's ass for four rounds. Beat the shit out of him. I mean, wrestled him. Got on top of him. Was punching the shit out of him. Had his ass up against the cage. Had his toes locked in the cage. Beat the shit out of him. And then when it came to the stand-up, dropped his ass. I mean, it, it, I mean, Connor's supposed to be the best UFC striker or whatever. I mean, had it to the point they thought this man could box. They had the oh, Conor McGregor had MMA fans lying, thinking he could knock out boxers, man. I don't know what it is about the UFC and MMA. Like somebody going a little winning streak and then they lose their fucking minds. They did that same shit with Ronda Rousey. Ronda Rousey was beating up yoga instructors, and it's all of a sudden, oh my god, she could beat Floyd Mayweather. I don't know why they always pick Floyd Mayweather, but she could beat Floyd Mayweather in a in an MMA match. Floyd Mayweather would have. Beat the shit out of Ronda Rousey. Like the women that beat the shit out of her. But it would have been worse. Um, but yeah, Conor got his ass whooped uh, again. 
And uh, that ain't even the story for real. The story turned out to be Khabib jumped over the cage, started scrapping it out with some of Connor's boys or his 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 friends or whoever, his trainer, whoever. Uh, turned into a turned into a brawl. Some cats ran up in a cage, started hooking off on Connor's ass. I think Connor hooked off on a dude. Just a big ass mess. <laughs> Just a mess, man. It was crazy. Um, and Dana White had to kick his ass and talk about some man. I don't know if I can put the belt up, man. Shut your ass up, Dana White. Oh, oh, Caillou head looking ass, man. Well, shut your ass up. No, I don't, it's gonna be hard to get work visas, man. Shut your ass up. Whatever passports from Russia, man. Did you? And this is and this is my uh problem with the wait the UFC. They marketed all the shit Connor did. He threw the dot. Like I say, throwing a dolly at a bus that ain't got nothing to do with mixed martial arts. That's an assault. That's criminal shit. You promoted criminal shit to get into this fight. This man disrespected that man's religion. He disrespected that man's pops. He didn't he call that. I mean, he was disrespecting the shit out of him. He called the other dude a terrorist, like his trainer or something, or one of his friends. He called him a terrorist. He basically insinuated that somebody was involved with 9 11. All types of wild shit this man was doing. All Dana White did was sit back and had a dollar signs in his mind. Oh, he, he, I mean, like the UFC instigated all this. So. When you talk that kind of shit to a to a to a man of values and principles, everybody not gonna play the boxing game with you. Everybody not gonna play the talk game with you. Um, what Conor McGregor need to learn is everybody don't live by the same code. Everybody don't live by the same rules. So everybody not gonna talk shit with you. And then when y'all box and or, or when y'all fight in the cage, whether you win or lose. Y'all hug it out. Oh, it was just a show. No, everybody's not built the same way. So what Conor McGregor need to do is he need to know the personality of his opponents going forward. That's what he need to do to prevent shit like this from happening, for him getting his ass whooped. And for him getting his, his crew, he got his crew ass whooped. He got everybody, everybody, the whole team McGregor got their ass whooped. So what he need to do is he need to say, okay, he need to look at on YouTube some of his future opponents, some of their past pre-fight interviews, their pre-fight stuff. And if they talking shit or they look like a cocky dude, then you can play the game with them. Sell the fight, do what you got to do. But when you're going up against these quiet foreign dudes, and I guess, I mean, Connor's a foreigner too. But when you're going up against these quiet family guy, you know, religious tad, don't do that type of shit with them. Even Floyd Mayweather, even Floyd Mayweather, everybody hate Floyd Mayweather, this and that. If Floyd fought a certain opponent, he might have been a foreigner, a Mexican or Argentinian or something like that. Or even if he was American, just a, you know, a quiet dude, a humble dude. Floyd would flaunt his money and all of that, but he wouldn't disrespect his opponent like that. If, if it was a, a dude that is not about to do all that, Floyd would do what he got to do to sell a fight. He would make you hate him. He would flash money. He would buy expensive shit. Uh, and he would say he was the greatest to ever do it and all that type of shit. But you would never see him disrespect somebody's... Uh, he would never disrespect somebody's 
religion and shit like that. Now, he did get racist when he was talking about Pacquiao. That's why I say I'm not saying Floyd never did it. Floyd used to do that shit, too. But he, he used to do it depending on the opponent and stuff like that. And I think that's what Conor need to do. He need Okay, this is a Russian dude, uh, a Muslim brother, a man that's trying to live his life a certain way. Don't talk shit about his religion and his family like that. But the next dude he fight, if the next dude is with that type of shit, then talk shit. Because cause at the end of the fight, y'all are going to hug it out and say, okay, you know you know it's for the show. And I understand they got to sell tickets. But uh, but the UFC is responsible too. Because like I said, they ate, they ate all that shit up. They ate all that shit up. Ooh, ooh, it was like a lunch table. This man saying wild shit. And Dana White and all them giggling and smiling and shit. Because they know they about to make money off of it. So don't act. Okay, so when the man jump over the cage and start hooking off on randos, don't get sad. Don't get mad. Just be like, look, dog, this will be this this will be signed up for. This is what happened when you embrace the wrestling part of the fight game. Cause that's what that's all that shit was. All that shit Connor did was straight out of the WWF playbook. Some some the rock shit. Something something that Stone Cold would do. But the difference is the difference between wrestling and this. You got to go get hit for real, Doc. Ain't no predetermined outcome. You got to go out there and them hands got to back up everything that your mouth said. And he went out there and got his ass whooped thoroughly. No debating. Even if it went to the cards, his ass ended up getting choked out or whatever, the neck cranked, whatever the situation was. But even if it didn't get to that, well, he won't go win on the scorecards because he got his ass whooped thoroughly. And let that be, and, and and let all this be a lesson to the young folks out there. There's consequences for the shit you say. You can't just say what you want to who you want, how you want, when you want. Nah, man, you gotta have you gotta you gotta show some respect for people. You gotta show respect to people sometime. Just because you playing don't always mean they playing. So you can't expect people to react the way you. Well, I was just joking, or I was just selling the fight. Well, I I ain't selling the fight. I'm here to fight. And Connor got his ass whooped. You can hear him saying during the uh during the fight when the video came out, he telling the dude it's just business. No, I ain't no just business. No, it's just business for you. It wasn't just business for uh Mister Khabib because Khabib was whooping your ass. This won't just business. He had it in his mind when you did all that shit. Oh, I'm whooping his ass. And you can tell from the fight, Khabib didn't want to choke him out. He wanted him to, he wanted to beat the shit out of him for the whole five. He wanted his whole allotted 25 minutes to whoop that ass. He didn't want to do it for four rounds. He wanted he wanted all his time. He wanted every every second. How long is a UFC round? Three minutes or five minutes? Whatever. He wanted all his time. <laughs> he wanted every second. To, be, to whoop his ass, and he didn't just want to whoop him. He wanted to humiliate him. It wasn't even about just winning the fight. Like, I ain't, like he didn't want to just knock him out or submit him in the first round real quick. No, 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 no. He wanted to slowly beat the shit out of him like a child pulling the wings off a fly or something. He wanted to torture his ass. So, uh, yeah, young people, let that be a lesson, man. Just because you playing or just because you trolling or whatever you might want to call it, or whatever you doing, that other person, if they see, if they catch your ass in traffic, 
Don't sit up there and be like, man, you shouldn't even came and all that. No, nah, man. Everybody takes shit different. Everybody don't want to play the game, man. Just respect people. Respect and definitely respect people's religion and respect people's family. You when you once you start to cross them lines, hey, that's when shit can really get weird. Uh, Conor McGregor somewhere probably lumped up right now to this day, lumped the fuck up, counting his money because I'm sure he got a big bag. But uh, get your ass with my boy. Ain't nothing else to it. Let's get to the mailbag. I only have one question in the mailbag. Uh, and the funny thing is, watch when I'm done recording. It's going to have more questions. I kind of opened up the mailbag topic. And then I kind of like waited for like 30 minutes. And then I started to record. So, uh, at Honker Down Hokey X, Trump and Kim Kardashian's husband. Because I don't want to say his name. Trump and Kim Kardashian husband meeting. Both crazy like a fox or just straight crazy? Um, I honestly try to avoid topics involving Kim Kardashian's husband because I'm like, I'm like done with all that. Uh, I don't think this is crazy. I don't think he's crazy. I just think uh, he feeds off the attention. He loves the attention. Uh, and he don't even care if it's negative attention. It's It's... He, I think he lives off the fact that anything he does or says involving uh, the White House or uh, Make America Great Again, whatever he's saying as far as political, he's number one trending topic. Everybody's talking about it. Um, probably his music probably gets streamed through the roof. Uh, he's top news topic. And... Um, he he's smart enough to realize that. I said a, a way back on the podcast, if he's trolling or if he's serious, he's still an idiot. Plain to say, if he's ser if he's serious, he's saying shit, just idiotic shit. And if he's trolling, why would you troll like that? Like, what is what's the end game for trolling? So you either serious and stupid, or you trolling, and it's like why though. You you're an icon. You're a music. You're a musician, and a fashion icon. People love you. Why would you go out of your way to? I don't know. I don't want to say alienate your fan base because I'm sure it's another half of his fan base that loves his message, his new message. It's just crazy to say. It's just crazy to see somebody who made a song like "Heard Him Say" or uh, "We Don't Care." You listen to that music. And we're talking about a person that's completely different than the person that I see on the internet and on TV today. 18, no, 14 years later. So, either you were lined in or you lying now. Pretty much is what I'm saying. You either lined in or you lying now. And, uh, I don't know. It, and it's just, it's crazy. Um, it, and, it, and, it, and it goes more so to the state of where America is with politics as far as America's celebrity worship has gotten so out of hand and so crazy that a rapper and a reality show star, which is Donald Trump, and I know he made money and all that shit, but let's, be, let's keep it 100. Donald Trump is a celebrity. Uh, most people know who Donald Trump is because of his celebrity, not because of the money, not because of what he did in business or whatever. 
People know Donald Trump because of the TV shows, movies, and reality shows he did. But a rapper and a and a celebrity president are like breaking news. Like they like top trends, top all this. And um Kanye really might run for president. And the crazy thing is, he might legit, I ain't gonna say win it, but it would be taken seriously. People would take the shit seriously and people would literally vote for him. People would vote for that shit. That's the part that's scary about today's politics in America. That if you're if you're a celebrity, America's worship, celebrity worship is out of control. It's out of control. You got Kim Kardashian in the White House talking about prison reform. You got Kanye West in the White House. You got Donald Trump up in the White House. Like, honestly, The Rock could run for president and people would legit take it seriously. That's how crazy America is and how toxic celebrity worship in America is. It's almost sickening because, and I grew up in a house. I grew up, I grew up with my grandma and my grandma didn't vote. My grandma never registered to vote. And she, I was raised in a religious home. I was raised in a religious house. And she used to always say, it's nothing man can do for you. Like every, like man can always be corrupted. Man can always be crooked. God is the way. I was raised in a household like that. So, and I'm 30, 31 years old, and I've never voted. And I look at some of the damage that's been done. Because a lot of people don't vote for, for different reasons. A lot of people think just because you don't vote or just because you didn't vote, uh, you know, like you just don't care or whatever the case may be. A lot of people use the fact that they did vote as this badge of, well, I'm involved and you're not like, and they don't even know why a lot of people don't do the things that they do. They just use that I voted shit. Like, and mind you, they don't even vote for their local shit. They only care about the presidential election. But uh, yeah, people use it to be smug, a smug dickhead and say, oh, I did something and you didn't. But uh. Yeah, I was just raised in the house where, you know, it was just like, look, God, God first, God got you. These men don't. These men are corrupt. Uh, they can be bought. They can be swayed. They don't got your best interests at heart. But God always does. And I'm not saying that's right or wrong because uh, I'm not saying that's right now. I, I when I was growing up, I thought that was the way. So um, I thought that was the right way to do things. As I get older, of course. I realize a lot of religion is a sham as well, and they're corrupt, and they can be bought and shit like that. So, but I went most of my life not voting, not registering to vote because I believed in that ideology. But um, I don't know, man. I might have to start voting and shit. <laughs> I might have to start getting involved, man, because me sitting back, um, me sitting back and saying, "Look, these men are corrupt," and don't get me and let and don't kid yourselves. The other side is corrupt. The other side is just as fucked up. So this ain't just a this ain't just me bashing on uh conservatives or whatever. Because the other side, liberals or democrats, whatever the fuck, they just as dirty, they just as fucked up as the other ones. Um both sides got a lot of major issues. Both sides are so caught up that both sides got they head so stuck up they ass that they don't even give a fuck about the facts. Everything is what fits their agenda or whatever so that's why i try to stay away from politics because i just 
Cause you you dealing with people that's so dug in, they don't give a shit about uh right or wrong. It's just about they gotta stay with the tribe. They gotta stay on well my this guy's on my side, so I gotta defend him. Or this guy's on that side, so I'm not gonna defend him. So I don't know. You gotta you know I wanna make smart decisions and I wanna uh make right decisions. And I don't wanna just say, oh, this is my guy, so so what if he raped somebody? Or so what if he sold drugs? Or so what if he did this or that? He on my side, so I got a rap for him. I don't want to do shit like that. I want to make sure that the right people with the right interests for the American people and all the people where I live at, you got to make sure those people get elected. Not just the dude that rocked the right color. But, uh... That's it for Don V Fridays, man. I hope y'all enjoyed the podcast. Hope I want to thank everybody that's been rocking with the podcast. I want to thank everybody that's been the dog, my clout, clout getting up there. Thank, hey man, with clout come responsibility though. Uh, and I'm humbled, you know, that all these new people are fucking with me. A lot of these new people, some of y'all are day ones. Y'all know who y'all are. My day one supporters, my day one followers. Love all y'all, but hey, salute to the new followers. Um, this is, you know, this is what we're going to continue to do. We're going to continue to push this culture forward. Uh, I'm going to come back next week with a new podcast. But until then, God bless.